Blog Talk Radio. Radio, we are having some technical difficulties, meaning my computer is crashed and it's not letting me open up so I can't bring in my boy. And so, yeah, we're working this out. So, in between time, how's everybody doing? I hope everything is foxy. You know, um, we're going to work this out. Give us a second. You know what I'm saying? It is is all good. Um, I don't know what the hell going on. So I'm about to log on through my phone and and see if the coronavirus has not affected that. <laughs> Everything we blame on the coronavirus today. The coronavirus, the coronavirus, the coronavirus. Everything is based on the coronavirus. And I'm not even saying it correctly. Well, we got my boy Gypsy Star. We got to get him in here. 
because the show is not a show without my brother. You know what I'm saying? So I hope everything is well. Um, this is, uh, yes, uh, I say TNC Radio. I'm doing this stuff while I'm talking. And, um, yes, we we get, oh, my goodness, what is that? My computer just did some old ill stuff. I was looking at it, and it was just like, um, what is that? Like, I saw a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I didn't know what none of that was. So, you know, we don't see what's going on. Like, my my my, my phone has the coronavirus. <laughs> you ain't sick. Um, Stop lying. Are you on? I'm on. Are you, um, on. are you, uh. Are you on the radio or are you just on my phone? I'm on the radio. I'm on the radio. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, because I pulled this up on my phone. I was just like, my computer just did some hoo-ha stuff. Like, hey, I man, we got a call. I got like, I got 15 screens open or something. I'm just like, I don't know how all that happened. happened. And now they just disappearing. I'm like, I got the coronavirus. Yeah, I got like... Fifteen instances of the of the control panel open. Now I don't know how I did that. Hey, coronavirus! Like everything is a coronavirus. We live on the radio. I, I don't know. I'm telling you today. I'm blaming everything on the coronavirus. You know, my computer Word. acting up. Coronavirus. If your girlfriend or your boyfriend cheats on you, coronavirus. Dun, everything. Dun, dun, dun. My Who else we got on here? Hold on, let's see. We got somebody else on. I see somebody. Who this? Hello? I see somebody at 216. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Oh, that's right. He's going they went back on. Who was that? Huh? Don't do that. I ain't gonna put. A, I ain't gonna put the number on blast. I was about to say yeah. Hello, who this? You on TNC Radio? Speaking forever. Hold your peace. I don't know if the people can hear us. No, I'll put them on. No, I mean I'm saying I don't know if the people can hear us. Well, the episode has started. I know. Definitely. Well, let's see what's going on here. I'm gonna go on my radio, on my on my um computer, and I'm gonna see if I can hear me. You know what I'm saying? Because that would be sucky if they can't hear me. Hello, who this? If you can hear me, say something. Okay, I, they ain't saying nothing. We gonna put them back on hold, and we gonna figure this out. Because we shall not go out like that. So while we're figuring this out, dude, how is you? What you been up to, homie? I'm good. I've been busy. <laughs> busy. Busy doing what? Come on, talk to a brother. Man, I've been busy ripping and running and running and ripping, trying to make sure I got toilet paper. 
Yo, man, that is real, man. It's like, because I stopped doing lift because of some BS, and then, you know, um, I was like, yo, maybe that's a sign I shouldn't be doing lift. And next thing you know, you know, I'm I'm doing shopping like Instacart, and, man, people done lost their damn minds. You go on places, there's no toilet paper, there's no water, there's no paper towels. And I'm just thinking, like, how were you living before today? Like, are y'all reactionary by it? I mean, I always keep. Okay, no, we on. I can hear us. Yeah, we're on because I just checked the site, so we on. People can hear us. Y'all can hear us. Oh Lord, Yay. we live. We live. Hey, well, okay, well, well, well. Give us the give us the call letters. If they can't call in, at least give us the uh, get the people the uh, call. So they can, all right. Uh, so you can so you can go to Blog Talk Radio. And then you're going to go to the D hour, and that's D slash the word hour, just like it's spelled, radio station. And then you're going to click on TNC radio, and we're going to pop up. And we're going to be live and fresh. Yes. Um, let's get this, break this down. Welcome to TNC radio, the next chapter, where we will always be diving into open, in-depth conversations about dreams, determination, and dedication and the journey taken to realize them, focusing on transitioning from one level to another and recognizing when and how to move to the next chapter. Tune in tonight with your host, A Town and Gypsy Star. Star, Star. You know what, man? I gotta get I gotta get the uh, echo right. I'm sorry. It's just it didn't work out. Tried it last week, but it didn't work out. Okay. Now I just put somebody on. Whoever on this 216 number, can you hear us? And if you're listening to the computer, don't, because it's going to be a delay. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, who this? It's Jody. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's my sister. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I got to hold up. I got a question. Does that mean Damn. you're gonna be less ignorant? Does that mean you're gonna be less ignorant today, Gypsy? Or 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 how's that work? Huh? We <laughs> <laughs> gonna keep her on the whole show. It's my sister. There's a, there's, <laughs> there's a delay. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? I was like. That one caught me off guard. Yes, 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 yes. Oh. So, let's, because you ain't never called in. That's okay. I love you anyway. Uh, so, dig this. Um, you know, the format of this show is we talk about any and everything. You can call in. You can talk about whatever you want. You can comment on what we're ca- talking about, or you can talk about something else. Right now, we are doing a catch-up of 2020. So, we're dealing with all the stuff that happened in 2020, because, you know, we went off in December and we just came back for our first show last week, which means y'all, a lot of y'all don't know, and I've been putting stuff out like I'm supposed to. But whoever listening, we love you. Listen up. We here. We on the radio. Oh. And so we're going to get into it. We have to give a warning. We are ignorant intellectuals. 
And though we shall have intelligent conversation, it will digress into some other things at some times. That's just the way it is. So that's that. So we always start off with a recap of our weeks. And we got a guest. Introduce yourself. Hey, my name is Jody. That's it? <laughs> I'm not good at this. What can I say? <laughs> Something. Let us know about you. What you do? How you doing? What's going on? She said, I'm Jody. This ain't baby Stop boy. It. Come on. Jody. Of... <laughs> Jody. Uh, no, everything, <laughs> you know, I just, I'm just, you know, trying to stock up all the baby wipes I can, seeing as though Charmin and everybody else, Cotton Mail is out of commission right now, so. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit ridiculous out there, that. but, yeah. Yes, indeed. So, you calling in from Cleveland? Yep. Do you know Gypsy? Maybe a little bit. Just a little Maybe bit. somewhat familiar, you know. <laughs> I'm a tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You there, so, Gypsy? I w- <laughs> 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 so, let's do a recap of our week. Gypsy, how was your week? Fill us in. Let us know what's going on with you. Man, listen, I'm... I'm not going to lie, like, I've been doing some things, but I've been watching the progression of the world going mad. Like, ain't it something? It, it's, 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 it's complete, it's, it's, it's a stone's throw away from anarchy. And I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is nuts. This is nuts. When you see... <laughs> The funniest thing I've seen this week was I've seen an elderly old white woman get gangster about toilet paper in Heinen <laughs> of all places. Hilarity at its best. I was like, you may not want to mess with her. She may she may know some stuff. She. You know, <laughs> She might have skills. Right. Against <laughs> 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 the granny. Come up here right. and catch one. <laughs> right. To a whole new level. Oh, my goodness. All right. What else been going on besides gangster granny and, and the world going crazy? <laughs> oh, oh well, you done with the world going crazy. This is good. You ain't got to stop it. So what else have you been seeing where the world going crazy? I, I want to know what else you see. What else? What else? What else? Oh, man. I've seen, I've seen some of the most redonkulous stuff. First and foremost, I have never, ever, let me just say this one thing to all my black people out there. You Negroes are resourceful, hands down. I've seen people, because it got a little cold, I saw somebody with gloves, with winter gloves on, and surgical gloves on top of winter gloves. Say word? Word. (laughs) How do you do that? 
<laughs> I don't know, but I was. I also saw somebody. I guess they didn't. They ran out of the little uh, surgical gloves. It was a person in the grocery store in the dishwashing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a bandana on Oh my goodness. <laughs> and a scully. I'm sitting there like this it, you look like a broke ass uh DC villain. Like you are like the bottom tier of a comic book villain. Please stop. You're like the you're like the guy who didn't get casted in Black Lightning. <laughs> like you were that bad. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, man, I, I've seen some things. So what's been going on with you personally? Like, any, oh, wait, wait, any, wait, wait, any, wait, wait, wait! I, I'm not done. Oh. I'm not done. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. Okay. I've my got, bad. I've got something that'll take the cake, and it's from one of my favorites, and I love why she did it. On the ground, there is a photo of Miss oh, Erica. Me. On and on Badu in a custom made <laughs> white hazmat suit with the Louis Vuitton emblem spray painted on it, and she went to an award show like that. <laughs> That's the joint. That is the joint. I was like, you got, you gotta love it. I was like, that right there. That's that's that that just summarizes the entire world at this point. Oh my! My week has been full of laughter, (laughs) and I think I messed up because I played the Wu Tang Clan, and um. I think people got infected because we played Wu Tang last week. So I want to apologize. <laughs> Do not bring me up on charges. I did not know I was releasing a biological agent. Okay. <laughs> Wu Tang causes coronavirus. News at eleven. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is hilarious. Oh my goodness. All right, man. So, how you been doing personally? What's been going on? Ah, uh, man, I'm I'm good, man. Just like I said, getting the fa- helping get keep the family stocked up and keep us um, in a proper frame of mind while we're looking at this and why on a serious note, why why there's a lot of people going through this and you know just freaking out and panicking, um, you know, just keeping just trying to keep in the proper perspective in the proper state of mind. So, you know, we don't become, you know, like the people around us. So that's all I've been doing. You know. Yeah. So, you know, I find it interesting that uh, one thing I'm happy about with the coronavirus, you ain't got a bunch of niggas sitting in it. You know, in the line that Popeye's fighting over chicken sandwiches no more. So I'm kind of glad about that. <laughs> That's a plus for me. <laughs> Winning. Oh my goodness! I'm looking at Erica's <laughs> outfit. This shit is hilarious. Oh my goodness! Gotta yeah. love her. 
Oh, that yeah. shit is hilarious. Oh, yeah. That shit is absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And she got the Louis Vuitton <laughs> thing painted all over him. Right. Oh, Big my bold. goodness gracious. Because <laughs> when you first said it, I thought you were talking about she was in a serious suit. No, this, I give her props on this. This is off the hook. Right. That's right. <laughs> Good googly goodness. Yes, indeed. Did you just quote you Grady got... from Sanford and Son? <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. I mean, you can't make this crap up. <laughs> you nah. cannot make this crap up. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my God. So what's up with you? What you been up to? Besides, last oh, we got a guest on the line. You know, I go, I go last. What's up, guest? How's your week? What you been up to, Jody? (laughs) You know, everything's been everything. You know, just a lot uh, for people that's been working from home that I know, and you know, just trying to stay on top of things. But other than that, you know, kids are closed, so just trying to. You know, hold it down around the house, with the kiddo being home and all that good stuff, putting her to work. And uh, but otherwise, just you know, business as usual. You know, coronavirus can't stop. You know, we can't stop, won't stop. So I won't let that get me down. So I have a question because on Facebook, mm-hmm. it's been a lot of parents talking about their kids being home and working their nerves. And one one of my boys posted, like, how many of y'all talking about y'all love your kids praying that they can make it to April 20th? So, (laughs) (laughs) So, will my niece niece make it to April 20th whenever they go back to school, or will she be a newscast because she's working the nurse? How are we doing with that? Let's just stay in prayer, okay? I can tell you personally, <laughs> the most terrifying thing on the planet is a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> Only oh, thing more, more terrifying than that is a group of 12-year-old girls. Living Word. with this one is like every iteration of the Joker. <laughs> and you don't know which one you're gonna come home to, or just oh, even walk goodness. into the room and it's gonna be there. So it's the most terror. And I'm a marine, damn it. That's so weird. <laughs> like I've been in battle. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah, right. Absolutely coming terrifying. Home. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Absolutely oh my terrifying. goodness, that's hilarious. It's gonna cut you. You better watch out. That, see, you see, you see what I'm saying? That. <laughs> oh my goodness, that junk is hilarious. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> I have to say that um, I never thought I would say this, but um, joint custody is a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> Because I got them seven days on, seven days off. So right at the point they get annoying as hell, I send them away. 
and right the point I start missing them, they come back. <laughs> so you get, you get to go. Where is your mama? Oh yeah, that's right. Get your bag. Get your bag and you. Oh my goodness. Um nice. it, it, hey, let me tell you something. That junk is is wow. Is 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 absolutely crazy. So Maui is kind of crazy because I started a 40-day fast. Um, Gypsy knew about this, and that had nothing to do with the corona. I was um, so he so he really needs toilet paper, y'all. So send it in yeah. if you got some extra. <laughs> so um, actually, that's the one thing you don't need when you're on a fast because you don't go to the bathroom because your body actually regulates its dismissal with its introduction. So in other words, if you're not taking in food, your body tries to hoard things and pull nutrient from wherever it can. So your colon, if you're not eating, doesn't get activated. So you actually have to take um take um either laxative or stool softeners or natural herbal and I do a natural herbal thing to um gener- get your colon moving. But nonetheless, like I said, I was I was working on this 40-day fast for a minute. When did I? I came to you about like two months ago with that gypsy talking about I wanted to, yeah, to do the forty day fast. And the thing about it is, I'm not doing like the Jesus not eating forty day fast. Like if I did a forty day fast where I didn't eat, I'd kill people. Um, I'm just letting you know. And I I <laughs> fantasize about cooking them before I got rid of the bodies. So I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing a modified fast where I only eat up between sunup and sundown, which means since it's going to be sundown pretty soon, on one of these breaks, I'm going to be eating something. So, um, <laughs> some more. So, I've been on that. I've been getting a lot of clarity. The only thing about it is you get tired in the beginning. So, I've been eating, but I don't have much energy. But I'm adding my fast. I'm adding my meditation because I was meditating, but I haven't been meditating. My meditation and a small workout regimen, too what I'm doing, but I've been writing. I ordered a, a copy, a proof copy of my new book. I have another book who I'm going to order a proof copy next week. So this first one is a relationship book. The next one is a poetry book. Then I got another spiritual book called Jesus Swept. I'm waiting on the cover for that. And then I have another poetry book that I'm going to be taking care of. So this is what I'm doing in, you know, life in the coronavirus thing is I'm praying, I'm meditating, I'm fasting, I'm reading. Um, uh, I finished a book called The Emotional Code, and it talks about using emotional healing and using magnets to heal. And then I signed up for a Reiki course. So in the next month or two, your boy is going to be a master Reiki. That's the goal. You know, of course, I got to pass everything, and I'm assuming that I do. But, yeah, I'm going to be working on the Reiki. So, Pretty soon, brother going to be a Reiki master. And, yeah, so I'm just improving my life with all of this stuff that's going on. And I ain't bugging. Um, I'm like, I can't. Journey came to me talking about, Daddy, I'm worried about the coronavirus because she worries. And I said, Journey, the average age of death of people with the coronavirus is 80 years old. She said, so I guess I should really stop worrying. I said, maybe so. <laughs> I was like, 
then she <laughs> then she went back and, <laughs> and started doing something else. So yeah, I'm I'm literally I'm just I'm actually happier than I've been in a long time. Like like I said, I ordered some books. I got some merchandise. I'm gonna use. Oh, I, I think I found a spot for my uh, mental health seminars that I'm putting together. So whenever they take the ban off of public gatherings, I'm going to start doing the uh, public um, public mental health seminars. Topic is going to include suicide, foundations of healthy relationships, um, uh, what else? Uh, ADHD, um, dating in the 21st, in the digital age, all that kind of stuff. Oh, introduction to mental health and choosing a therapist and a modality, all that kind of stuff. And it's going to be clinical quality information, stuff that you would have to literally pay uh, a therapist to get. You're going to be able to get without all of that. And, yeah, and that's that's what I'm doing. So, yeah, I'm happy. And I'm also steam cleaning and going through my house because one thing that I find is when my life is in order, my house has to be in order, and that my house usually reflects where I'm at. And since now I'm cleaning up, my house was half clean and half tore up. So, yeah, it's real interesting stuff. But I'm good, man, and I'm reading, reading, reading. I'm reading like three or four books. Yeah, dude, my, I, it's been – and also I'm good looking. So, you know, I've been fighting, you know, holding back, <laughs> looking at myself in the mirror too much, you know what I'm saying, because I don't, I don't want to get overwhelmed. So, yeah, that's it. Um, I guess that's enough, huh? So yeah, so yeah, it's real foxy, you know. I, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. So yeah, that's my life in a nutshell. And, and there's more, but you know we're not gonna rant because I've been ranting. Yeah, so that's it. And you are listening to Boogie's Life. No, this is TNC Radio. Again, we talk about everything today. We talk about everything all the time. And today we are doing. The 2020 catch-up. We did a little bit of it last week. We're doing more of it this week. And the 2020 catch-up is we're going to talk about all the events that are happening in 2020, our perspectives of them. Now, we also have to give this disclaimer. We don't offer solutions. We offer suggestions. And if they work for you, they work for you. If they don't work for you, then they don't work for you. But don't come hollering at us. So, these are just suggestions. These are our thoughts. If you have better ideas and better things to say, then let us know, and then we will let you say them on the radio. And to do that, you just have to call in at 646-668-2574. Now, we have a format. We did our week. We talk about usually our hot topic, but since we're just getting on everything, you know, we, there is no hot topic. Everything is that. So, I will let my two peoples choose what will be the first topic we will talk about for the day. What will you have on your mind? Is it where to find hand sanitizer? Is it what is it? What like, what, what, what what is your thing for this week? What do y'all want to talk about? Come on, twenty twenty, catch us up. Nobody got nothing to say. What? Well. Well, I'm like I'm like Sam Jackson in uh in Do the Right Thing. I know a lot of y'all forgot he was in that. You know, 
when he was a DJ and everything started happening. And he said, y'all need to chill. <laughs> so who needs to chill and why? Break it down to us. Everybody Tell needs us to why chill. Come, come your asses down. If you ain't been washing your hair, listen. I work. I, I listen. I have a day job, and I go out and I see people. I have literally seen people a week prior to Corona, grown ass men, just leave the stall. Hey, how you doing? And just grab the door and walk out. And I'm standing there like. Trying not to catch hepatitis That's how I'm doing Like just Did you not see I mean I've literally seen Grown men and women <laughs> Digging on Scratching a Asshole And then eating mm-hmm. chips I'm like Oh so you just needed Sour cream and hepatitis chips Got it You had a craving Really Ugh, That just sounds nasty Yeah I know And then like You know People just <laughs> So now, <laughs> these are the same ignorant bastards running around buying all the Clorox wipes <laughs> that they can. Walking around with masks on. Everybody needs to chill on out. Oh, we got another caller. Oh, we do? Yeah, we do. Who? Okay. So. Hold up. So um, we're going to get to the caller in a second. Caller, we're going to get to you. I guess we got to you now. Who this? Well, how, you, uh, how, you, how y'all doing, man? How y'all doing today? Nephew! Hey, what's, what's going on? Hey, what's man, 2020. On? How you doing? Because you out in Chocolate City. I, I, I heard, I'm you know, a, they got y'all quarantined. They got y'all locked down like Kuta Kente. Hey, man, I'm, just, I'm trying to be smart about everything and, and just stay prayed up, man, you know. There you go. Oh, man, I'm in California. It's nutty as hell out here. But I think it's funny. I know they are. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, they, they shutting down. Be, y'all ain't got no – they shutting down everything? They shutting down everything. Uh, Mary Garcetti got on the phone, and he shut down all bars. <laughs> Any kind of venue, everything like they can only do takeout for restaurants. Mm. I mean, they they are losing it out here. So yeah, what that's, you, yeah, what, that's what, going what, on here. So how you yeah, dealing with it? And, and, and how's Dad doing? What he, what, what my big hair brother doing? He's uh he, he's being smart and just staying prayed up. They, those are those are probably his words more than mine. You know what I'm saying? I sometimes I call mm-hmm. him to just try to ease the anxiety. Man, it's it's crazy out here. They I think they said I think uh, maybe a day or two ago they said uh, no gatherings, ban on gatherings more than a hundred people, and now today it's ten people. So so I've uh, I've uh, I've been to the grocery store and uh, ain't no toilet paper down here either, man. But I, I'm, I'll stuff it around right too, man. You know. <laughs> I don't know oh, why I need man. two years worth of toilet paper, but it's all right. Hey, but Yo. you know what they say? Prove you a man. <laughs> hey, hey, use your hand. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know about all that, man. I, 
not, but I might oh. I might have to some some newspaper after I use my hand. I don't know about all that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Paper mache. Oh, and we got to tell you, um, the, we don't do call-ins like everybody else does. If you call in, we give you a chance to stay on the show because we don't give a damn, and it's our show. So there, there we go. So, <laughs> so, so how's your week been, man? What, what, what does work look like? You know, people going to work. What's happening? Well, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm not, I'm not employed right now. Um, I'm actually just trying to finish school, so. I'm 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 trying to figure out do I need to make these school payments or hold on to this money? How long is this uh, this thing gonna last? You know, I'm just trying to budget everything out, just checking on the fam, making sure every, every, everybody's cool and everybody's uh, knows I'm praying for them and just playing it smart. And I'm I'm worried about us as the millennials, man. I'm worried about us, man, taking this thing seriously. Well, this is the I, thing I about watched, it. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What you about to say? I'm sorry. No, I'll finish what you about to say. I thought you were done. Oh no, I'm, I'm worried about I'm worried about us uh, as millennials. You know, I'm uh, I, I I was on social media the other day and I, I see people at the beach taking pictures cheek to cheek, and I'm like, do y'all not know what's going on? Do y'all not care because you're young? <laughs> do y'all not have the examples set before y'all in the, in the other countries? Like, what is y'all's problem? I almost wrote this lady a paragraph. I have no idea who she is, and I just stopped. I stopped myself because I didn't I didn't want to go through all that online. But it's like, man. Like, come on, we got to be better than that, man. You know, I, and a lot of people are like, man, it's a hoax. Or even if it is, man, you it can't hurt to be to practice with some hygiene, you know, and some social yeah. distancing, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know what that you know is, what? right? You know what that is, right? See, what? this is what happens. This is what happens when you bring up a generation and you totally mm-hmm. almost disjoint them from the previous generations. So what happens is mm-hmm. what the news is what the, what the news told millennial is the problem ain't you catching it. The problem is mm-hmm. you catching it and spreading it to somebody older and they dying. And what the millennials are saying is that's their problem. So this is the issue. It's terrible. Like if you that's if terrible, you are man. in an old folks home, if you are somebody's mama or daddy, what these millennials are saying is Hey, y'all screwed us over, so now we screwing you over. We gonna party and we gonna and we gonna bring it home, and, and Uncle Junior might not make it, and we cool with that. And so that's yeah. that's really what it is. The average age of death is eighty years old. So if you're twenty five and you in good health uh-huh. with no issues, mm-hmm. but it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy and it's selfish. It's like it's like like do y'all know? All y'all were just born 25. Nobody has grandparents. Like, <laughs> like this is crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have. I'm, unfortunately, I don't have any more grandparents. I don't have my grandparents left. But y'all don't have no grandmas. Or, like, y'all just don't care. I'm serious. This is. I feel like this is a lot. A lot of people think this way. I was. I was talking to my friend the other day, and he's mad about it. Like, everybody's taking it too serious. If I get sick, I'm gonna heal like everybody else. I'm like, bro, you're not thinking about anybody else but yourself. He's like, he's like, oh, they put a ban on the the bars in D.C. You can't go to the bar. Everybody's going to start throwing house parties. I'm going to throw a house party. I'm just going to say, everybody come over here. I'm like, yeah, you're going to get free. I'm going to stay clear away from you. <laughs> like, you're crazy. But you you're know a breeder what? now. You want to be a breeder. Like, well, you know what I got to say to all you little outbreak monkeys? Don't put me with them. <laughs> I, I mean, 
I'm just talking about millennials. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm a Gen X. And we've been okay. dated for a long damn time. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, all of uh-huh. our shit has been jaded. Like, it was it was party and fuck y'all. <laughs> like, you know, two of our yeah. biggest two of our biggest heroes in our generation was Kurt Cubain and Tupac. <laughs> yeah. And my favorite quote is a Tupac quote. My attitude is fuck it because motherfuckers love it. That's my favorite Tupac quote. And I'm like, yo, uh, I goodness. feel right now today. Just indiscriminately yeah. for no for no good reason at all. Just I just <laughs> which what's mm-hmm. up? I just woke up feeling like this. Nah, <laughs> I don't want to be bothered. Leave me alone. Get away from me. It's a Gen X thing. We just all yeah. do it. You know, yeah. baby boomers. You know, went through that peace and love and all of that. And then it was just like, you know what? Money is good. Fuck y'all. I fuck that VW bus. I want to bend. Like <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And, yeah. And they decided not to give a damn either after a certain point. So when they get to talk, when the, when the boomers get to talking all that shit, no, they was just like y'all at a certain point too. But I, 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 I mean, hope there's some type of check in place, man. Because if 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 people realize that how a lot of the millennials are thinking, man, there needs to be some type of uh, don't let it act like don't let I, I don't want it to get out of control, man. I hope the government does something because people are. I mean. I know people who are taking these, the flights are like thirty bucks. These cheap flights and people are flying like it's like like there's nothing going on. Like there's a reason why everything is dirt cheap, man. Like it's just yeah, it's but, just crazy to me, man. But see, this is where empathy and human compassion come in, and this is proof that you have to teach these things. You can't teach. I don't rugged, know how to and do this it. Other other This is my clinical thing. You can't mm-hmm. teach rugged individualism. And then mm-hmm. when things get tough, preach togetherness. Because it looks mm-hmm. like a setup. It looks like, oh, yeah. you told me to be ruggedly individual, but now that being ruggedly mm-hmm. individual is going to hurt you, you want me to change. No, homie, up your game. And that's what it is. Right. But the way that you do it is you have to do it young. Mm-hmm. 60 to 80% of everything we believe and know is in place mm-hmm. by the time we're six years old. So if you haven't right. taught your person to be six, to be social by six years old, uh-huh. they're not. And it's a reconnaissance mission, and you work in the rest of their lives to get them back to that point. And sometimes those things don't change until something drastic happens. So right. it ends up one of those things. But right now, this is, as Malcolm said, or Haj Malik El-Sabbath said, you know, this is chickens coming home to roost. You've been telling yeah. millennials, because, I mean, let's be true, truthful. Millennials have been catching wreck for years. Yeah. I mean, people have been calling yeah. them all kind of names, treating them all kind of yeah. terrible, and now they're talking about, look, listen. Look, looking at it strange. Huh? And now they want you to act right so they can live. And y'all looking at them back like, we ain't too sure we care. Right. <laughs> but I'm looking at it. Yeah, but I'm like, man, this. I feel like it, it it affects us too because even if we get sick, right? If we were to get this sick and we do have symptoms, I know some people don't have symptoms, but if we do have symptoms, it requires hospitalization, right? And uh, you're gonna need a doctor, mm-hmm. right? So if mm-hmm. you look at China, they had all these cases. They had to build five hospitals for all these people because of the mat, because no, because it spread so fast. So if you have that happening over here, can you can the U.S. Uh, replicate that type of help for us? 
It's like nope. you're breeding this stuff, and even though, you know, if you do get sick, you're going to go have to see a doctor. But if the hospitals are filled, what are you going to do? If we don't have enough tests to even see if you're, you know, what are you going to do? It's like well, something again, drastic has to happen, but I don't, I don't think we're understanding how drastic it is. And even though you think it's not, it may affect you because you're not 80 years old, it's like it does, it could affect you if it gets to a certain point, you know, and it might be too yeah, late. But, yeah, but the thing about it is that's, that's where people play the numbers and the odds. And so how yeah. it's getting reported and what's getting done is affecting how people are reacting to it. So, I mean, but that it, it is, for me, this is, like I said, this is a chicken coming home to roost. This is a whole bunch of things caught up into one. So how do you get millennials to care? You ain't going to get millennials to care right now. The only way they're going to care is if they infect somebody old that they like and they die, and then that millennial is going to start passing the news. But until someone kicked the bucket, that a millennial really mm-hmm. cares about, you know, mm-hmm. mass of them is going to be there. Like, you got you who's a millennial, but, hell, you grew up in a family environment, so you weren't one mm-hmm. of these people. Because I know how you were raised. I mean, before before a mom passed, she was always, she mm-hmm. forgot that she had me. It's like, well, yeah, I'm with Dorian. It's like, like, Negro, that's your grandson. You have a son. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> so, so <laughs> so that she said, if you want to see me, have a child. I'm like, that's some shit right there. So, um, yeah, I miss so, that so much, man. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's the way you grew up. But so a mm-hmm. lot of people didn't grow up like that, man. So we're dealing with the fallout for how we raise these kids. So there are going to be millennials with your opinion, but those millennials mm-hmm. are going to have your background. The ones who ain't, yeah. until something drastic happens. Yeah, that's it, dude. It's a wrap. That's it. That's crazy. That's crazy. It it is. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. and and that's it. So, the question now is, what are people doing for money? And how are are we going to be rocking with folks who don't have the means to take care of themselves now? Yeah, I think the government. (laughs) Oh, go ahead. My bad. I think the government quiet. said that the, 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 the state of a, the state of emergencies does not uh, uh, allow uh, fifty billion to be used. Like he yeah, said, they're going to be supporting the airlines. And, yeah, and I don't believe in words. I don't believe anything you say for a minute either. <laughs> yeah, man. So I don't, I don't know, man. That's the that's the that's the that's the whole thing of it, man. We just don't know. And even even the, the results of everything we're getting is still after the fact, you know. I heard uh, I heard uh, the doctor. I think his name is uh, I forget I forget the doctor's name. Trump's advisor, but he was talking about how the, the results that we're getting. We we have to we we got to realize that's not where we're at. We're always behind the ball because we're just getting the results. So we're always going to be behind. Yeah. So when we take these measures and we're telling you to shut this down and that down, even though you think it might be you know extra, it's not because we're not where we are. We're getting this information as a result. Therefore, we're not where we're you know we're we're ahead of that. You know. Hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna say one thing. So a lot of these, uh, if we got some uh, baby boomers listening, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders looking real good to y'all now, ain't he? Man, and <laughs> I was I was talking to somebody, and he and he said what Bernie wanted to do is have the government uh, back to people anyway. He's like this whole the state of emergency is 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 is, is it looks is looking a lot like socialism. The government helping with the jobs and the government you can't cut utilities off right now, and um, I'm not insured, I'm not insured right now, and I'm like man, 
I was talking to my aunt. I was like, if I get sick, you know, I don't want to end up with a bill. And she was like, this is a world disaster, so they shouldn't be charging anybody for this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if if you can catch it from, from it being in the air, there's nothing you could really do, you know? It's yeah, not man. even you can catch it from being in the air. If you if it's on the ground, you, well, if you get are coming in a door behind somebody who just uh-huh. who's just at the beginning stages of the symptoms, and mm-hmm. they are sick. You go to mm-hmm. touch the door to come in to wherever they were at. Mm-hmm. You got it too. Yeah, they're saying the droplets. Like they're not saying it's like it's living in the air. But if I cough, it can it can travel and. And touch a surface, and somebody can retouch that surface and get it. And that's up to uh, that's up to a meter or three feet. But they said six to eight mm-hmm. feet. You know. Yep. So I'm just like, man, I don't know. I'm taking I'm taking it seriously, and I just uh, I'm saying prayerful, man. I, I I don't I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what to do but pray and, and just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do with these millennials, and I am one. I don't know what to do, man. <laughs> um, I tell y'all what. Yeah. Let's 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 uh. Take a break and come back, play a little music, lighten it up a little bit. But I do like one thing that you said, and you got, you believe in a higher power. I don't care what it is. If you believe in Jesus, Jehovah, uh, mm-hmm. Allah, whomever, or if you just believe in yourself, you got to believe in something. All right? Mm-hmm. And you got to and you got to practice something. So that's what we're gonna go into right now. The point of sisters, you got to believe. And we're gonna take this real quick break and come right back, all right? Okay.
All right. Hey, blocked out. Who did? Dorian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Chuck? That is actually my favorite uh, <laughs> joint by the point. That's one of my favorite joints by the Pointer Sisters. You know, off the Car Wash soundtrack. If you ain't never seen Car Wash, you suck. Your black person. card is being revoked. Immediately. <laughs> right after we take you were, it. <laughs> you are now officially Caucasian. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And if you don't know, yes, we can do that. We can take your color card and make you instantly Caucasian if you have not seen <laughs> the proper prerequisite of movies, including Harlem Nights, Coming to America, and Car Wash. Yes. All right. You too can lose your melanin. Okay. That's so hilarious. You guys should do that maybe. Like a segment. <laughs> we do it every week. What you talking about? <laughs> this is a regular. This is a regular oh, thing. Am I allowed to say something that's not related to the coronavirus really quick? Come on. Yo, we're talking about everything. Okay. I don't know if you guys have heard about this or not, but when I heard about this, it was just so outlandish to me. I'm just thinking, okay, how is this even possible? Now, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but I believe it was the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, we just joking. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean and chlamydia. Did anybody hear about that? Chlamydia in the what? Atlantic Ocean. I believe it might be at the bottom of the ocean floor. Can anybody tell me what the heck happened? And you know, this just took happy feet, happy feet to a whole nother level. Has anybody else heard uh, about this? Have you ever seen? No, you're gonna have to break this down. <laughs> I- I was hoping you guys heard about it. Like, I've seen it online and in the news, and I'm thinking, this is kind of a big deal, but obviously, with all, you know, with everything with this coronavirus, it's, you know, it's being, um, you don't really hear much about anything else. But I'm thinking, what? How is that even possible? How is that a thing? How is that? Spring break. <laughs> <laughs> it just traveled from, <laughs> from Cancun all the way. Wow. Yeah, I was hoping maybe you guys heard about it. Um, so, wow. wait a minute. What's at the bottom of the ocean? And how do they know? Like, how did they find, who went to the bottom of the ocean and caught something? They're talking about, yo, don't go there. Because if I know if you're in the bottom of the ocean, you in a submarine or a wetsuit. So, how the hell? What? Yeah. Yeah, I, that's the same thing I was thinking. Like, how does how is that possible? That's somebody, think, yeah. to, that's somebody <laughs> trying not thing? to get that's somebody trying not to get put out their house. <laughs> they had a Just wild a big elaborate <laughs> I was swimming in the ocean and <laughs> in the ocean, not that no. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, so you know, I got to look this junk up. So, you know, you said it. I, I popped it up on the thing. Yeah, because you know, that's chlamydia related bacteria. Discovered in the deep Arctic Ocean. Arctic. What on earth were they doing there? 
Located deep within the Arctic Ocean between, get out of here with these damn advertisements. <laughs> between Iceland yeah, and Norway, oh, we cool. Ain't no brother going to Iceland or Norway. <laughs> in the field, <laughs> a team of scientists recently extracted sediments from this environment, which in low oxygen and high pressure, hoping to learn more about the uh, microbes that thrive there, where they found came as a shock, multiple strains of chlamydia, some of them previously unknown to researchers. So mm-hmm. I'll say this. I'll say this. And this is something, it goes back to, I'm not a Fred Price fan, but it goes back to the days of backmasking when they were saying that records had messages to the devil on them when you played them backwards. And so they, you know, Fred Price was a famous televangelist, and they're like, you know, what do you think about this, and what does it mean for our children? And he said, it depends. He said, does any, do any one of you have a record player that plays backwards? And they were like, no. He said, so why do you care? <laughs> he was like, you can't listen to it any damn way. So this is, this is my question. How many people have the money or resources to swim to the bottom of the ocean and dig up some chlamydia virus and catch it. Now, on on the thing, they didn't go down there. They have these robot arms, so they sent some probes down there to dig this shit up. And this is where I talk about what well, I think Martin Luther King said that our our technology, our morality, have not caught up with our technology, with our advancements. This is the thing about it. If we didn't have a robot that could go down to the bottom of the ocean, nobody would know and nobody would care. And now we're bugging out. There's chlamydia in the ocean. Well, one, we don't (laughs) drink. We don't drink ocean water. Two, they have a thing. They have an arm, and it's digging into the ocean floor. So apparently, Mm -hmm. it's trapped in the ocean floor. So. We're not digging up the ocean. There's not chlamydia. They didn't find chlamydia in the water, so apparently it's not getting related. I mean, released. So now we're creating a problem. We're saying, hey, mm-hmm. if you have a robot arm that can go down to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> and dig up chlamydia, you might get it. Well, how many people, especially black folks, got enough money to send a robot down and bring up chlamydia from the bottom of the ocean? Too careful. How do you accidentally swim to the bottom of the ocean and dig into the bottom of it? How do you accidentally do that? You gotta be careful. You gotta be real. We are creating problems. See, it's True. like somebody saying something like somebody saying, I'm out of gas, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. Well, see, that's a created problem. Because the only reason you got problems with gas is because you got a car. There's buses, there's Ubers, there's lifts, there's walking. If you don't have gas, you can get around, but you'll say, I'm stranded because I don't have gas money. Well, dude, you got bus fare. So we got to understand when the problems are created. But, yeah, I'm not worried because I don't own no arms that can dig in the bottom of the ocean. And in the Arctic Ocean, between Iceland and Norway, who? Why? <laughs> yeah, it's safe to say there's hardly any melanated. Pic- yeah, but but you know what? Worry about that. 
there are toxins and germs all in the earth that if we dug deep enough would kill us. The question is, if that's the truth, why are we digging that deep? <laughs> Stop digging. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> the moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, nobody has ever caught chlamydia. They say the world is a couple million years old. Nobody's ever caught chlamydia from the ocean ever. And now we're talking about it's down there. Well, apparently, unless we dig that crap up, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Two things. One, one, in the 70s, George Clinton forewarned us. And we just thought it was a funky song to dance to. (laughs) (laughs) Has a whole new meaning now. (laughs) One. And two. It's like your mama said. It's like your mama told you when you was a little kid. Leave that shit alone. Hell yeah. That's it. You'd be a lot better if you left shit alone. Leave it there. Don't touch it. Yeah. You look you know, at, at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> so, right. When you walk out the bottom of the ocean, it's in, in the, the bottom, bottom of the, the ocean. It's bothering you. <laughs> Who told you to touch yeah. it? Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, well, check it out. people can't leave well enough alone. They're going to keep digging and try to, you know. Maybe that's called natural selection. Why'd <laughs> <laughs> he die? Because he was stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. stupidity that's killed the man. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's, it's not at the bottom of the ocean. It's in the bottom of the It's like... It's in the crust of the ocean. It's like you can't oh, just go down there and pick okay. it up. You have to dig. They have they have these electronic ar- these robot arms. They got going into the ocean floor and then digging under the ocean floor. Under the okay. You see what I'm saying? That's like saying you got like poison twenty feet down in your backyard. <laughs> okay, I dig ten, and I, and I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. like, well, Why you always at twenty feet? What's at twenty five? Yo, you know, there's always that one person. Hey, you know <laughs> your body. That's what's what. That's what's there. Just oh, oh, good night. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's get into it This is the TNC Radio <laughs> Next chapter Where we always will be diving into In-depth conversations about dreams, determination And dedication and the journey taken To focusing on, to realize them Focusing on transitioning from one level to another And recognizing when And how to move to the next chapter Tune in tonight And if you are tuned in, you're tuned in With your host, A-Town And Gypsy Star and guest host, she's just messing it up. Jody. Excuse me. And guest host, Jody. Okay. You got to work on that. You got to say it like in Baby Boy, Jody. Okay, we, we'll work on yeah. that. We'll work on that. Okay, maybe next time. Okay. So, <laughs> got to work on it, girl. We got to work on it. 
So we talked about the coronavirus and everybody catching it. Tom hates catching it. Idris Elba catching it, which proves that you can be the whitest of white man or the blackest of black man, and you still going to catch it. So any black folks who say we're immune to it, uh, no, we ain't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was shocked when Scooter Bell caught it. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but let's get off the corona. Everybody on the corona. And basically, if, if you got poor hygiene, improve it. And if you got a life, live it. And just do it smart. And don't be out here, you know, doing whatever you're doing and not caring. So millennials, yes, basically you only have a 1% chance in dying, but you got probably a 30% chance of killing somebody old that you might care about. And if you don't care about no old people and you go out and kick it, make sure you don't go near no old people or don't go near people who go near old people because there ain't no sense you knocking off somebody just because you ain't thinking. So there you go. But what else is going on in the world besides Corona? Um, oh, and chlamydia you know, at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yes. Now they did. There was an execution in Alabama. You know, and um, this was interesting because the dude didn't kill the person, and apparently that was known. And the person who killed the person signed a confession saying the dude had nothing to do with the murder. He was just there. But in Alabama, I believe it is. Um, yeah, I think it was in Alabama. Um, the law is if you participate with someone who shoots or kill I mean, who kills somebody, you are guilty of the murder and will be tried for the murder. Now, this is the crazy part about it. The dude who actually did the killing and confessed to it is still alive and he got a plea and the dude who didn't kill nobody and who apparently they know didn't shoot nobody got put to death. How do we, how do we, how do we process that? What do you think about that Gypsy? A law that says if you're involved in a crime where somebody is murdered, even if you don't murder them, You still can be tried for it. Um, I'm a, I'm 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 of mixed. I, I'm mm, I got okay. I got a buddy of mine who had a similar circumstances. He didn't uh, obviously he didn't get put to death, but he did do some years, a lot of years. Um, I think that brother just got out. Um, so on one hand, I side with, Hey man, come on. He was, he was just the dude in the car. He, you know, he, he didn't even really know what was going on in the house at the time, but you know, you was there. A lot of these lessons that we're learning is pretty much, excuse me, um, things that we, that we're relearning. Is what your mom taught you when you was growing up. Hey, be careful who you hang with because, you know, trouble is easy to get into and hard to get out of. Mm-hmm. But, I, but let me give you some more context. 
when the killing went down, homie wasn't there. He was there in the beginning of the crime, and when him and the cops pulled out guns, he ran. He fled the scene. They came and got him. So when the shooting went down, he wasn't even at the scene. He was just there in the beginning, and they were said since he was there from the beginning, I guess he, he helped plan the crime or whatever, he's still culpable of the cops who were killed, even though he didn't have a gun, and he wasn't actually there when the cops got killed. Oh, police got shot? You, see, that's the yeah. part that you didn't... You, you say police got shot? Um, no, nah, let me not say that. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, I... But I he wasn't it, there. No, no, I think, listen, all you know when playing this, y'all went to do the crime together, I think everybody should have went down. If, it, you know... If you know, it's like, oh well, y'all turned on him, so we just gonna execute the dude that we had to run and go get. Y'all can just live comfortably in this jail cell for the rest of y'all lives. Nah, I don't think that's cool. I think that everybody needs to go. You know, everybody needs to go. It's either all of y'all going or none of y'all going. You know, I don't think it was right that the people who actually. Murk somebody gets off because they talked a plea. Oh, so what, you know what no, I mean? he's no. The other person I got it incorrect. The other person because I'm reading it. That's on the other person is still on death row, but he's still alive. But what I'm saying is, they're saying this dude left the scene when the shooting started. So when when the shooting started, by the time anybody was dead, he was gone, and he didn't have a gun. So he should still get paid for the shootout? Like, it's his fault that his boy didn't run with him? <laughs> it was just like, run, no, I'm going to shoot. So then, oh, wait a minute, I left because I didn't want to get in a fight with cops and I didn't have a gun. This dude stayed and shot somebody, and I got to go to jail and get executed for that? For real? I mean, do we think wow. that's cool? I don't think that's cool. I don't personally agree with that at all. Why not? Come on, get it in. Well, what was he? What was the sentence? Was he sentenced yet? The guy who did not shoot anybody. That's the one who got put to death. Oh, oh, okay. Wow, that's just terrible. Because that in Alabama, the the law in Alabama is if you're involved with a crime that results in a murder, whether or not you actually committed the murder or your role in the crime does not matter you are guilty and can be tried for the murder and given the ultimate sentence. So if they had to say, well, you were involved in this life in prison for the death of these three officers, I'd be like, well, dude, you were kind of there and you were still there and did it. But to execute a dude who never pulled the gun, who never shot, a, 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 shot, a, shot one bullet and who actually left the scene before people died, and you execute this dude, I don't get that. Yeah, throw him in yeah, jail for the rest cool. of his life. You you were part of a crime. But kill him? I don't get it. So what do you think about this, this the law, Jody? Do you think that because he was there, he should get penalized 
for the for the most extreme crime, or do you think he should be penalized for what he did? I don't think he should be penalized for that, for something that he did not do when it's proven that he wasn't there. Last time I checked, I thought it was, you know, innocent to proven guilty, but clearly not. Um, that's just utterly ridiculous. And shame on, was that Alabama, did you say? Well, you know, that, that's where they blow up little girls sometimes. So, you know, Alabama has not been known to be the moral compass of the world. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get this twisted. <laughs> well, they missed the mark on this one. Yeah, again. So, so Gypsy, what do you Yo. think he? What do you think he should have been held accountable for? So you got the scenario: they committed some crime, the cops show up, guns go, come out. He he runs. His boy stays to shoot it out with the cops. He kills three cops. Now, homeboy took off running. What do you think would have been a fair, um? A fair um, sentence for him and, I, and understand He ran when the cops came He didn't stay there to shoot it out or do nothing So considering that He wasn't there when the cops fell What do you think would be a fair Sentence for him Considering that he was there at the beginning of the crime I mean that's a tough one Because people still lost their lives You know what I mean mm-hmm. People still lost their lives And the cops wouldn't have been there if y'all wasn't in the process of committing a crime. <laughs> yeah. But also the cops so would have been there if it, if homeboy had a ran. It well, you know what I mean? It's it's let's 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 be honest. If homeboy would have ran and the cops would have gave chase and they in Alabama, it'd have been two dead niggas sooner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> you said, so either way, they did. So, <laughs> right, right. So, uh, it's, you know, you got a few years extra because you had a trial, dog. Like, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't see this ending well. <laughs> and, right. Either way it goes, it's not, it's, it's not going to end well for you, brother. So, oh. <laughs> that's you practical know. for you. I mean, the other two, the other brother was like, maybe you can get away, but, and maybe we'll get away, but if I got to go, I'm taking some of y'all with me, you know, pa, 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 I'm a millennial, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, wow. I, I don't know, I don't know, Jody left it's, us, it's just us, oh. I'm sorry, so if y'all want to call in at 646-668, Two five seven four. This is Next Chapter Radio on the D Hour Network, and we're just catching up on 2020. So we talked about coronavirus. Um, we're talking about the brother who got executed in Alabama, and you know these um, basically, you know, I ca- I call them like RICO laws, like you know where they get you on one thing and, and tie you know tie it all together. Where now you know somebody commits a crime while you're with him, you know. You're guilty of that crime and can be tried for it. So there's no in Alabama at least it's no longer, you know, if y'all break into some place and then you know there's a shootout and your boy shoots, you know, and kills somebody, you know, you get charged for breaking and entering, and burglary, and he gets charged for breaking and entering, burglary and murder, in Alabama, 
Well, now you can both of them get charged for it, and both can get the ultimate penalty, which is what happened. You know what I'm saying? So this is the stuff that we're talking about. You know, um, we talked about millennials and their relationship to older folks and what's going on. As as, as my um, nephew said, you know, a lot of millennials don't seem to care that, you know, even though they'll live, if they spread it to somebody older, they might not. So, you know, that's a big thing. And there we but go. Let me say let me say something about the millennials real quick. Um, they're our fault by and large. You know what I mean? Oh, I because, agree. because, you know, we gave them trophies. We let them you know, just everything you know, everybody's special. You know, everybody has an opinion that ought to be heard. You know. Uh -uh. And now and now when they turn around and be like, I don't give a fuck about you or your mama. What you expect? (laughs) What do you expect? Fuck you and your mama. Chlamydia in the bottom of the ocean, that's what we expect. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what the and and that's pretty much what we raised them to say. Fuck you and your mama. I'm going to the club and I'm going to kick it. That's it. <laughs> Flat out. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And that's you know what basically I mean? what they're doing. They're telling Wait. people like, yo, we don't care. If we going to be all right, why should we stay at home? It's a day right. off. <laughs> right. You know, and but I did. I, I will say this because I, I got a I got a sixteen year old kid, and I did tell him this. One thing that you have to look at with these millennials and younger, you know, it's it's about when he two years ago. About 22 years ago. Yeah, no, about, no, that's wrong. Cause she's 25. Uh, around 2001, 2002, there was this HBO documentary called uh, Middle School Confession. And for somebody who knew somebody who was in middle school at that time, this shit was the most terrifying thing you've ever seen in your life. It was terrifying. It like it just I was scared shitless. But I'm glad I saw it then cuz I can understand what I'm seeing now. Like middle school confessions, I'm not going to get all into that, but like now I have a 12-year-old girl. And this has not happened cuz I'm not calling you from a correctional facility. Um, but now these, these little young dudes, like, you know, you 12, 13 years old, you was in middle school, man. You thought you could, oh, you know, you, a girl slip you some tongue and squeeze and you could squeeze on a booty. Oh, you done did something. Now these little 12 year olds is like, she can get this dick. Like, wait, hold it. Wait, where's the line? You know what I mean? Shoot. At the coroner's office, you walk up with my daughter. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I, I, I feel you. 
Well, no, I'm not going to say. I feel you with, you know, surgical gloves on because, you know, Corona is real. Um, <laughs> but it's crazy. The, the lines that that are no longer there, the benchmarks. And I, and I understand it because both of us being artists and parents and lived and watched and seen some things, and ignorant as ignorant intellectuals, we you listen to the music that the kids listen to now nowadays, and it's not even like kids, but you know I, I'll say anybody in that millennial bracket and down. Most of the stuff that they have is fighting, fucking, getting high. That's it. Their, even their love song, even their slow jams are all baseline screwing. You know, ooh, let me stick my dick in your ear with auto-tune on it. Come on, dude. Where's the love? If you don't have love, you, you don't have compassion. And they're missing that. And and you you couple that with people with an entitled sense of living, you get, you want to know who is the oldest living millennial? Okay. The current fucking president. (laughs) (laughs) That is the oldest living millennial. Right there. Because his whole attitude is that of he has little to no compassion, like really, and argue with me and say he does when he was throwing hurricane victims fucking rolls of bounty. Yeah. 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 He's on Twitter all the time on the toilet, like his opinion fucking matters. Like he has no filter between his brain and his thumb. You know what I mean? He's the mm-hmm. oldest living millennial. It's just crazy when you look at where, how far we've allowed society to descend into. We can't be mad at them wanting to just, you know, do what they've been doing because we gave them all trophies, told them they were all winners. Your opinion matters to nobody but your damn self. Your mama don't even want to hear that shit after a certain point. Where did that go? Where did the standards go? So, yeah, I don't blame them for becoming little outbreak monkeys and coming in and, you know, because nowadays, like at 25, you know, you had your own place. You were somewhere, you know, doing your thing, had your own place, you was trying to get things together. It's so jacked up that they can't, they go to college and they can't start making a life on their own. So they got to stay with their mom or their grandmama. It's our fault, you know, Gen X's and boomers, period. 
These are the little monsters that y'all created. Have at it. Have at it. That's my little diatribe on the millennials. I know we hard on them, but you know they're fucking Dude, I don't, I don't, because I, of us. I don't. I don't. Blame, like I, said, <laughs> I don't blame them. They 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 got where they are based on what we and the people who raise them and over them have done. So the millennials, like my nephew, who are connected to it, is because he had folks over him who cared about him. So he cares about the people who came before him and, and who did stuff for him because, hell, they loved him and he loves them. But let's be for real. That ain't what normally is. It's like, you know, you got a lot of millennials who think that they've been abandoned and kicked to the curb. So, no, they ain't down with it. And, no, they ain't staying in the house. You know, while while we on air, I flip through stuff, you know, and I was flipping through um, – through one, and it was a um, post from an um, Uber driver saying that, um, you know, that they had four rides in a row one time, you know, recently, going to clubs, you know, and they pulled over, and, you know, the weeping part was kind of like, okay, you crazy. You know, weep because they're like, they're killing each other and people, and they don't know. It's just like, damn. It's like, you knew you didn't teach these jokers. And you knew you didn't reach these jokers, and you knew that you did not instill a sense of community in these jokers before it happened, and now you want to act all surprised when they don't show any sense of community. I don't get it. That's like me teaching somebody to shoot when they're scared, shoot when they ain't scared, and shoot when they're happy, and then when something tragic happened, they shoot. And I'm like, oh, I, I'm so surprised he shot. Why? That's what you taught him to do. <laughs> but, at like, time, but at the same time But at the same time At the same time I gotta go a generation beforehand And talk about the boomers again Because I remember In the early 2000s They ran around talking about All these 70 and 80 year old motherfuckers Went around talking about 50s and new 30s fuck out of here. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard a grown person say. Fucking ridiculous. 50's the new 30. Really? So what's 30? 10? I'm 30 years old and I got a kid. Now, now I got to raise this joker and you, me, aunt, now mama, grandmama, and granddaughter all going to the club Trying to get the same little nappy-headed urchin, granddaddy, <laughs> daddy, and son are all going to the same club. First off, if your ass is sixty years old, those aren't skinny jeans; those are compression pants. First off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That's hilarious. He said compression pants. And if you need a pill to get it up, you need to put it away. Okay? <laughs> Flat out. Your time is is done. If you was in the club and the Isley Brothers was the hot shit, nigga, it's over for you. Where are the elders? And I can understand why the millennials aren't respecting 
the grandparents because my grandmama walked around the house in the moo went to church on Sunday. She she would be in the in the kitchen baking biscuits, singing, humming the Jeff, humming humming gospel, sounding like the end of the Jeffersons. Okay, no no. Mm-hmm. Grandma now she got to be a grandma. She trying to wear yoga pants, and your yoga has turned into yogurt. Don't nobody want that. <laughs> okay, please put it away. Okay. <laughs> I've seen Grace and Frankie. Uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the blonde bombshell that used to be cold back in the day, Jane Fonda. Oh no, 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 no. Jane Fonda, eighty-something years old. No, 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 no. You don't look like <laughs> Barbarella no more. <laughs> you look like Barbarino. No, baby, don't nobody want to see that. Okay, love you dearly, but no, put it away. Okay? Your time is past. Where are the elders? Be elders. People that are in the Gen X generation, as you are moving into your elder years, be elders. Don't just be old people. There's a difference between elders and old people. Now, What the baby boomers did, great, fantastic. You guys, Civil Rights, Woodstock, we play a lot of your music. A lot of your music I love to play. I love disco, all that shit. It's great. But one thing y'all also did was kill elders. Now a lot of y'all ain't elders no more. Y'all just fucking old people. So no wonder the no wonder the millennials don't respect you like they should. That's my little diatribe. <laughs> hey, I mean it, it, it is what it is, man, and I, I I think there's merit to it. I also think that there's always personal choice, but you know personal choice isn't is influenced by um by experience. So yeah, there it is. So. Wow. So, you know, there's a whole lot of other stuff uh, going on. There's talking about whether, you know, um, Trump is responsible on some level for the, um, you know, the um, American reaction, the fact that Obama set up um, pandemic um, hospitals or clinics in other countries to prevent this stuff from happening once it happened under his watch. And Trump, I was watching what he said. He was like, there's people getting paid to do nothing. So, you know, I got rid of them and then I'll get them back when we need them. And I'm just like, all right, I don't care if you like his politics. I don't care if you say he's good for your business. And I don't care if you talk about deregulating so business can make it easy, make more easy, make easier money, even though it poisons people. I don't care if that's your thing. Who can look at this dude and say, the reason we got rid of preventive medicine is because they weren't treating anything, and we'll get them back when we need it. Well, if it's preventive medicine and we need them, when we hire them back, it's no longer preventative. And 
if we're paying them, as he said, for nothing because there are no, there's no emergencies, maybe it's because what they were doing was working. <laughs> like they were actually preventing shit. I'm like, how, how can he say such dumb shit? As not, <laughs> and I mean, even people who support him say, okay, yo, dude, that's cool, but that's some dumb shit. He's like, we're paying them for nothing. Well, apparently, if you're paying them to prevent diseases and there are no diseases, maybe that's what you were paying them for? Well, I have a theory. I have a theory about that. <laughs> yeah. You're paying a doctor for preventative measures. He's a he's a businessman. Okay? For his mm-hmm. president, he's a businessman. Say what you want to. That was his job. You can argue the merits of how good or how bad it was on your own time. But it's much like keeping a lawyer on retainer. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that fucker's legal staff? Yeah, it's kind of like a who's who of who failed the bar. <laughs> His personal lawyer went to the prison and turned on him. So, you know, yeah. Well, you know, I just can't pay you for nothing, so you're just going to create shit for these people to do? <laughs> like, that's your rationale. All of this stuff no one can be surprised. Like, I'm not even surprised at some of the Captain Insano shit that comes out of his mouth at this point. I just absolutely am not. You know that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Can't I'm not surprised by anything that he says, but I'm amazed at the level of stupidity that he can put out and people defend it. Like, at least when you're like this, if your boy say something stupid, you're going to defend them and be like, yo, that was stupid, dude, but I got your back. But you're not going to take anything stupid and be like, that was really intelligent. So, I mean, how in the hell is a dude saying, well, you know, they're here to prevent diseases and we're not paying them for anything. They're like, they're not working on nothing. Well, mo, it's prevention. <laughs> If there's no diseases, then they're working. That's what you're paying them for. So I, I don't get it. I mean, and I, I mean, I do get it. It's a whole system set up. It's really messed up, you know, and we are falling victim to our own apathy, our own ignorance, and everything else, and I mean, everybody's in on it. Like, I'm not saying the news is fake, because that's not true. But they are hyperbolic, and they are opportunistic, where they are going for what's going to get the best story. And sometimes putting out all the information does not give you the best story. So I don't think, I know the news is not fake. I mean, what they're putting out is real. But they're putting out skewed. In other words, they're only putting out basically asymmetrical information. They have information that they don't put out because 
I don't know because I don't know if it's sensational enough because they figure it won't make good news because it'll lower their ratings. I don't know. Or maybe they just don't have it. Maybe they're just good at finding the dumb junk. But no, you can't. It's, but you can't. It's rating. Can't, yeah, I know. It's but rating. you can't blame. But you can't blame the news solely because if you were raised to be a critical thinker, and if you're raising critical thinkers, then they wouldn't be negatively impacted by the news like they are. So this is joint responsibility. I mean, if 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 someone comes up to my son and they're in Alaska where it's going to be dark for the next six months, because, you know, they got parts of Alaska where it gets dark for that long, and somebody walks up to them like, hey, it's going to be dark for six months, let me sell you this solar power flashlight, and my son buys it, then that ain't the dude's fault. That's mine and my son's, me for not teaching them and my son for not learning that, you know, if it's going to be dark for six months, a solar power flashlight ain't going to do you no fucking good. Excuse my language. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't blame just the retailer. In other words, a person peddling, you have to blame the ignorance and lack of knowledge that is actually fueling the ability to do this. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's joint culpability. And in Gestalt, we always look at the relationship because nothing ever happens by yourself. It's always you and someone else or something else. And so, to know what's going on, you have to look at the involvement of everything and everybody. So, it's just a big cluster, big F, and it is nutty as hell. And I'm just well, no, I mean it's it's, it's one amazed. of those things of what's going on right now is you have race clashes, you have. Economic clashes. You have, it's so crazy that you are seeing people in the same political party just going at each other savagely. Oh no, the Democratic thing this time around is no different than it was four years ago, which is no different than what the Republicans were doing. Four years ago They just They just didn't know How to fight somebody like Him Because that was something that they He was something that nobody ever saw before On that landscape mm-hmm. Nobody ever saw that, Saw that before and took that Like ain't nobody gonna Whatever And because you have all of this Stuff going on it's crazy. Again, I'm not for one particular candidate in general. Okay, I'm not. And yes, I when I registered as a voter at 18 years old, I did register as a Democrat. Just put that out there. But I grew up watching Good Time. And even when Obama was running the first, you know, see, I know, come on, black America, come for me, but hear me out first. <laughs> when, Obama, when Obama was running, I was in New York. And, you know, they hand out flyers, and, oh, well, you know, Barack Obama. And I was just like, yeah, 
but okay, you tell me, you you telling me this is a this is a guy, this is a man. What's his platform? This, that, and the other. Well, you can go on his website. Fuck you. He's not. He's giving out speeches. He's a senator. He's a father. He's a husband. This nigga's got to sleep sometimes. No, he's not doing all of this, and he's not programming his website, and he's not even necessarily approving everything on the website. What has come out of his mouth? Where's his record? What does he stand for? Because I grew up on good times. I I watched good times as a child, as as a little kid. I saw the reruns. And I remember there was a dude named Councilman Davis. And he was a light-skinned black politician. And the one thing, his catchphrase was, as long as I'm alderman, the Evans family will live in the project. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That didn't line up with them trying to move out of the project. It didn't. So even if it's a black politician, white politician, I don't give a damn if they purple with pink polka dots. I don't give a damn. If your policies line up with my best interests, that's who you go with. That's who you deal with. But you have to know what's in your best interest. You have to have some accountability when you go into the voting booth. Now, I made a joke earlier, but I'm not going to lie. Bernie Sanders on the Democratic side, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden has been duking it out. You know, the wild card on this one is uh, Bloomberg. But they've been duking it out. Bernie ain't changed his position once. Bernie ain't also did shit for nobody but Bernie. (laughs) In all the time he's been (laughs) elected. Don't get me wrong. He has some really good ideas, but what's going to happen if you really do elect it? See, Obamacare where every American was covered, universal health care, don't look bad now, does it? Mm-mm. But before, well, who's going to pay for that? And this, this, that, and the other, and that's just unrealistic. Uh, this whole thing needs an overhaul. As you can see, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't, I know people who are working full-time jobs that have to drive lift in order to make the ends meet. Not to get ahead, make the ends meet. We have seen time and time again CEOs and CFOs and board members getting million-dollar paydays, bonuses, and the company's going bankrupt, then they'll leave and go start another company. With the same group of assholes. Occupy Wall Street years ago came out discussing this. 
So the wheels of change have been moving for quite a long time. You know, Trump shook somebody's hand or was uh, that tested positive for corona. He got a test and his doctor was like, oh, he's he's solid. He's rock solid. He, no worries. You don't have to worry about him. How would we know for certain? Him and his doctor lie about everything else. Uh, well, dude, I, I don't listen to him. I mean, this joker said, I mean, I mean, and this is the kind of junk that we put up with, you know, with this dude, and it just amazes me, not that he gets away with dumb junk, because a lot of them get away with dumb junk, but it's a degree. So when a, dude, when a doctor says he is probably the healthiest president in the history of the presidency, well, one, we're talking about medical records. How in the hell did your doctor get medical records of every president in the history of the United States and compare them in less than 24 hours to make this statement. Like, for real, just the very premise of it is crazy. And then we're looking at the fact that, you know, let's look at Bill Clinton. Let's look at, you know, George W., both Georges. Let's look at Barack Obama. Neither one of, none of them were overweight. Reagan wasn't overweight. I mean, I mean, I mean, to be honest, we've had not like fit, like in shape, but like just like as far as body mass, we've had pretty slim presidents over the last 20 years. Barack Obama, even though he smoked, he played basketball and sports. And then here comes this dude with a stomach hanging over his gut who sweats when he walks. And I'm supposed to believe out of all the presidents, and we, I mean, hell, we had a military man, Truman, who was a president. And, you know, and this was right after he came out of the military. So I'm like, wait a minute, this dude is healthier than all of them? Like, for real? And I'm like, and what is it based off? And he gets to say that jump, and nobody, that should disqualify you. Like, whoever that doctor was should, should never be able to practice again. And he should have even been able to walk in the office. If you're going to say, I'm the healthiest president in the history of the presidency, and nobody call him on the sheer ignorance and the blatant impossibility of factually making that statement. So I don't uh-uh. listen to anything he has to say. I'm like, what he said. I wasn't trying to hear I, that I man say. I wasn't trying to hear before the man opened his mouth when he walked up to the podium and he looked like Doc Brown on a bender. I was cool. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying before that. I'm not saying before that. I was listening to him, but I'm just like stuff like that gets me, and it's like I didn't. I listened to him anyway. You know, once I got wind of him, I knew he wasn't about Jack, and I knew he he only survives by yes men and by the idea of plausible deniability. You know, so I don't pay no attention to the fool, but I mean the fact that people are going around. And and um, doing this mess, it's just it's just crazy, you know. And I'm just like, you know, the fact that anybody is is actually buying into 
this dude, I mean, even on the level of supporting him for your own cause, I would. This dude is so stupid. I wouldn't want him attached to my cause. Like I don't. I don't You're right. Your support. You're right. <laughs> but like, let's not make you this are about contagion. But let's not make this about Trump because it is an election year. So whatever you're gonna do, I'm urging the people to go out and at least try to make a difference. Make the attempt. You know. Um, great point Dorian made As far as people are going out and Just hey we still going out To kick it Again I still say Trump is the Oldest, oldest living millennial In my book Would you vote For that Type of individual I'm not saying that I'm pro Biden Or pro Bernie I'm not going to tell people who to vote for, left-wing, right-wing, libertarian party. I don't know. But start making realistic decisions. This is the time where, unfortunately, each one of the generations that we talked about had have, have a piece of the puzzle. See, the baby boomers talked about how they changed the world and this, that, and the other. And then they always hold up Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was born in 1920-something. <laughs> he was 30-something when he caught that bullet. He wasn't even 40 yet. 39. Malcolm X, Malcolm X was, I believe, 39 as well when he caught that bullet. That's not in your age bracket, brother. <laughs> brothers and sisters. So you connected with some people from the previous generation and took on some of their counsel and went forward. Now, um, they had a change the world spirit, which is beautiful. The millennials have a, hey, you got to be woke, information spirit about them. We have an apathy about us. All of that plays a part when it's it's a it's a card game. You got to know when to play which card. Now's the time to get woke. Start listening and looking and seeing what's going on. It's been time to do that. So yes, they were right. So we can't discount that. Yes, you can change the world and you can make a difference, right? And sometimes you just got to chill the fuck out and stop buying toilet paper and hand sanitizer. And put a book in your hand and start really looking at the the playing field of who you are going to decide to be your elected officials. It may be Bernie if you think that the whole system needs a, a, a complete fucking overhaul. It may be Joe Biden if you, hey, you know, I'm going to take my chances. You know, this is a career politician. Eh. Whatever. Mike Bloomberg may just throw money at the situation. I don't know. But if you want shit to stay the same and people's lives to be in danger at any given fucking moment and live in a constant state of, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen today. Move Trump back in. I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, you know, 
but at least know the reasons why you're making the choices that you're making beyond a fucking popularity contest. I don't want to have a beer with the president. I don't want to, oh, he's so fucking relatable. He, he can have a beer with me. No, I don't want I don't want him to be able to blend in at my local fucking pub. I need him to be Frazier in Shears, the smartest man in the damn bar. I don't need Cliff Clavin. I need my president to be more like Frazier. I'm a little snobby and I know that I'm smarter <laughs> than all the rest of you fuckers because I am. I'm a fucking doctor. I know better. <laughs> That's why you're the leader. Got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all voting tomorrow. No, we're not. They canceled that shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> Judge denies Ohio Governor DeWine's request to postpone in-person voting. It's just coming up on the news, on the, um, on the feeds. Y'all will be voting tomorrow. Yes. So... Everybody in the state of Ohio, if you're listening in, just don't vote your conscience. Fuck your conscience. Vote your ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> vote your ass because you'll need it. <laughs> right. Vote correctly because the ass you may save is your own. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's all I'm saying, man. Just all this. Oh, well, I can have a beer with. Oh, he's so likable. Uh, what? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't need. I don't. I don't need to be able to relate to him. I should not be able to relate to him. I. I could relate to you know. Now, don't get me wrong. George W. Bush. Oh, I could kick it with him all day. I didn't think that motherfucker was presidential material. <laughs> no You know I I, I just didn't You know I, I did not Was he a good guy Was he funny Was he charismatic Hell yeah But he's mm-hmm. a fucking frat boy That, okay. bar- well, that grew up And became uh, 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 Just Super evangelical. I would not. It, listen, you could not tell me that in the eighties and nine and early nineties, Madonna would be a yoga grandmother and writing yeah. children's books. Are you kidding me? This is a woman that slept with Dennis Rodman. Everybody Willingly. Everybody has their moments. Uh, and new. <laughs> you know, I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I just, some of this stuff is just damn ridiculous to me. That people say on the political landscape, it's just it's it's completely <laughs> asinine. I don't need my I don't need my oh my leader oh 
he's like, he's the guy next door. No, the guy next door to me is a fucking idiot. I need, <laughs> I need the guy <laughs> six blocks up. That's who I need. Okay. Yeah. So and so that's that you know, like like you said, he ain't endorsing the party. But I will tell you this: this is just popped up on. And I've seen this multiple times. That's why I'm reading it. It says, and I, I've seen um, other stuff from stuff. So I'm I'm taking. I'm taking it as factual, not so fun fact. Yesterday, Democrats tried to pass an emergency coronavirus bill, giving American workers 14 days of paid sick leave. Republicans blocked it. So also, I saw an interesting thing, because we only got like 90 seconds before we out of here. I saw the fact that in one of the emergency bills, the Republicans tried to slip in of uh, um something to limit something to limit abortions. So this is the kind of junk that we're dealing with. <laughs> so, yeah. So we only got 60 seconds. I'll say like this. We're going to be signing off. We're going to be here next week. I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week, but, you know, we've given 2020 a nice run, and as we found out, it's too much to talk about in, in one, even in two sessions. So just like this. Keep your head up, keep your spirit clean, and keep focusing. Live a upright, integrity-filled. If you believe in God, God-filled. If you don't believe in God, spiritual-filled. If you don't believe in either one of those, at least righteous or right life. And keep it moving. Just see what you got to say. Don't Sammy Sanders no head. <laughs> Always Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Radio Network, we are out like, you know, your sick leave and your pay right now and your job <laughs> and everything else. And I'm saying but that we will to build perspective. We'll be back next week. We love all y'all. Like I said, this is TNC Radio, the next chapter, catching up on things part two. We'll see you next week. Gypsy, any last words for today's show? Peace. Keep your head up, people. And just ride the wave, baby. Ride Ride the wave. wave. Yes, indeed. But, yo, this too will pass. We will get through it. And for people of color in this country, no matter what what, what the color is or the ethnicity, I hate to say this, and it's going to sound real glum, you've been through worse. If you're Mexican, we took your America took your land. If you're black, they pilfered your land. If you're Indian, if you're indigenous, they killed you and took your land. If you're Latino, they down there and they pilfered your stuff too. Understand, we've been through worse. This too shall pass. And not in a dismissive way. It's just in a way that says, listen, we've survived it. We'll survive it again. But this time, let's get on to living afterwards. <laughs> and not just surviving. So with that, y'all be easy. <laughs> <laughs>